Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. You have the good fortune to be joined by Deval Patel, an entrepreneur, speaker, and advisor from Do Good Digital. He helps companies improve their revenue and accelerate their content marketing efforts. He's also worked with celebrity brands from Hollywood to Bollywood, which I'm sure we're going to dive in. Deval, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Let's go back in time. How did you get started? Uh, law school dropout here. Um Congratulations. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people congratulate me on that because a lot of people are miserable in that field. <laughs> a lot of people are happy in that field too, just, you know, as a caveat. Um, I dropped out of law school about 10 years ago. I was very lost, was very in debt. And a good friend of mine, uh, Neil Patel, uh, told me to come up to Seattle and uh, work at a company that needed uh, content marketing and SEO help. They were a B2B company. They were looking to rank for one specific term. And back then it was a wild west of SEO. So it was very easy to rank for terms. Uh, you just threw a bunch of links at things. So long story short, short, I was able to rank them for the term healthcare marketing. Um, wow. and got around. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty big term. Uh, they were a B2B. They, they worked with brands like Pfizer. They were a pharmaceutical CRM. So yeah, long story short, um, my name got around. I started an agency. Uh, I quit working the nine to fives. I worked on my own schedule. And uh, here I am today. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm sure the longer version of that story, if it isn't in a book already, probably should be. So uh, you were able to rank that company and then that generated a lot more business, obviously. Um, are you still doing SEO? Tell us a little bit about the makeup of the agency now. What type of services do you offer? Yeah. Um, so, you know, within that 10 year span, I, I had the agency all throughout. I took gigs that I couldn't turn down. Um, one of them being a full-time uh, gig just because I got so many connections as in a finance space, but mostly just uh, working on my own, working with clients directly, uh, have employees, have contractors. Um, and yeah, uh, one thing that really shook the industry, shook me in particular, was the pandemic because I was really heavily invested in hospitality. So we had about 15 to 20 lounges and restaurants in Vegas. And come the second week of March, my revenue just dipped tremendously. Um, so I had to pivot a lot. Um, and now I'm just primarily focused on software. I just don't see myself doing anything brick and mortar anymore unless it's very compelling and they have 
uh, alfresco or like outdoor seating. <laughs> All right, so let's dive deep into that because a lot of our entrepreneurs and business owners watching also had to go through some type of pivot or metamorphosis because of the pandemic. When places started shutting down, how did you decide how to pivot? How did you decide where to pivot? Tell us about that thought process. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a harrowing experience. Uh, I spent a couple of weeks just sitting around, much like everybody else thinking, what am I going to do? You know, my identity was so tied into my my brand and my agency and lost 60% of my revenue. Um, I was just kind of lost. So I kind of just sat back and I, I reevaluated. I started watching the markets. I started seeing which companies are still doing well, which ones um which ones are thriving in this pandemic? And, you know, the bottom line, it was all software. It was all work from home. It was all streaming. Um, and I, I kind of uh, focused on that. So I reached out to a lot of people that I've helped out in the past. And my mantra has always been, you know, you know, uh, when you help people, they'll help you back. <laughs> Long story short, I forgot the quote I use. Um, you can but, get uh, whatever you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Go. That's actually the tagline of my email. I don't know why I forgot that. But basically, you got it yeah. from Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar. There you go. So I never cashed in. I've always been the guy who's helped other people out. And I've never asked for favors. I've never asked for any help. Um, this was the time I had to do that. So I reached out to literally everybody I knew. Um, not begging for work, but just asking if there's anything in the space. And because I had such a good reputation and because I've helped so many people get to where they were, um, I was able to pick up a ton of clients. Now I'm kind of overwhelmed with clients I had to hire. And uh, I think the bottom line is, is, is reevaluate when change occurs because it's going to happen again. Change, change is constant. And be a good person because people are going to be willing to help you out if you're a good person and you help them out. I, th I think a lot of people are very self-serving and when times like these happen, people remember that stuff and they won't, they won't mind to help you. <laughs> so. Absolutely. So you pivoted from restaurants and brick and mortar to software as a service. Can you give us an example of how you've been working with some of those software companies? Yeah, absolutely. So one of them I'm working with very heavily and I'm really invested in is called Jets and AI. And they're a voice commerce service. So basically imagine um, being able to order a hamburger or uh, a t-shirt uh, or anything you want by talking to Siri. Hey, Siri, um, can you order me a pizza from Tony's? Uh, the margarita pizza comes to your door. So, I mean, I see that as a future, right? It's touchless. It's easy. It's convenient. People don't even want to look at phones anymore. There's a big stigma behind you know, phone neck and all, all, all that goes into that. So you know, the future I saw was really voice and touchless. So that was a company that was easy for me to kind of get invested in when I heard about it and the opportunity arose. Um, so then how are you, is their model, how does their model work? Are they selling direct to consumer? Are they selling to brands? And then how are you helping them? What are you doing for them? Yeah, so they're a software. So they're selling to brands. So the brands adopt their service. Um, and then they're, they're also reaching out to consumers to adopt the product so that the consumer's then use the product to order things, right? It's seamless, it's easy. So there's a two-pronged approach is the B2B and the B2C. And I find that really fun and challenging because there's two different outcomes, right? There's two different uh, metrics that I'm engaged by and I, I thrive in those environments because I've worked in B2B and B2C. Okay, and then what are you helping them with? So basically everything under the sun, um, content marketing, SEO, paid advertising, everything digital yeah. everything digital pretty much yeah. 
Yeah, I'm guiding their team. They have a pretty robust and good team. Um, they get things done really, really quickly. So it's a fun opportunity. What do you like best about what you do? I like the freedom. Um, I think there's a lot of freedom that freedom that goes into uh, working for yourself, not having to answer to anybody. Uh, actually, I take that back. You have to answer I was going to say, instead of yeah. one boss, you have 30, 40, 50. Yeah, you have to answer to a lot of people, but you answer to them in your own, in your own way. Um, and I, th I think the best part is if someone mistreats you, and I've been mistreated, everybody who owns an agency has been mistreated, you could fire someone. Yes. It's not a one-way street. You know, I've had clients who are just are horrible. You know, they want everything under the sun and they just treat me like crap or they treat people like crap. I, I just leave, you know, there's always opportunities. And uh, one thing this pandemic has taught me is uh, nothing is final. I, I think for the first week after I lost all those clients and I was like, what am I going to do? I was so heavily invested in Las Vegas. I took a few steps back and realized it wasn't the end of the world. There's always going to be opportunities as long as you're, you're looking and seeking for the next big thing. And that, that's a perfect question. What is the next big thing for Do Good or Digital? And how'd you come up with the name? Um, so I mentioned my buddy, Neil. He, uh, he, he's one of my- He's a legend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I grew up with him and- I was uh, going to say, any relation? You got the same last name. Yeah, no relation. No, we have uh, funny story. Not funny, just an interesting story. Um, my parents moved from India uh, when I was five months old. His parents moved- from London when he was about two years old. Um, we lived in the same apartment complex and there's, wow. only one, there's only one other Indian family that lived in that complex. And our grandparents met each other because our grandparents are living with us too, you know, tiny little packed apartments with grandparents and three generations of family. And yep. uh, they're like, oh, we, we have another Indian family here. Um, and I was four, he was two, we became best buds. He's always been super humble. I didn't know how well he was doing or what he was doing until I dropped out of law school and had, and had a lunch with him. And he was like, Oh, I got an opportunity. And I was like, who are you? And you know, then, then I found out Neil's like one of the biggest names of digital marketing. And uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how, how things happen and things progress there. So yeah. the name do good came from uh, his dad was born in uh, Uganda and he speaks Swahili. So he'd always call Neil Dugu, which means like buddy or someone like, you know, I, I, I value. So we used to call each other Dugu, so I was like, do good digital, because he helped me launch my first agency. Awesome. Congratulations. With all the success you've achieved since you've overcome the pivot of the pandemic, what is your biggest challenge now? Uh, time management. I went from doing nothing, reading books all day, to now having to wake up in the morning and have like a packed schedule and still try to squeeze in a life. I live in California, so... Uh, everything's kind of al fresco and there's a lot of outdoor stuff that I love to do. So I have to balance that still with, um, uh, work. So I think that's always been the challenge for me. Um, I want to be more lean. I want to be able to delegate more. And I think there's a lot of opportunity for that because there's a lot of people suffering right now and looking for work. Absolutely. How are you attracting clients now other than the goodwill and your reputation and referrals? Are you doing any other marketing? No, I honestly, I'm kind of overwhelmed with work right now. I'm trying to figure out how to, uh, how to execute on a lot of these projects. Um, I've hired a, a friend, I'm probably going to hire someone else. And I'm kind of just happy as I am right now. One thing the pandemic has taught me is you can't go from nothing to abundance than to overabundance. You kind of just have to have that balance. I'm hungry. I'm going to figure it out and uh, things are going to work well. <laughs> 
That is awesome. You're seeing voice search as one of the next big thing that's coming. How can our entrepreneurs, our business owners listening and watching take advantage of that? Where is the best place for them to go to learn more about that? Yeah. Um, so Jetson AI is, is a company I'm working with. Um, and it's Jetson, like the Jetsons. It's a great name. Yeah, dot AI. Um, and um, if you go to the site, you can see um, kind of how the product works. What we're doing right now is we're reaching out to agencies to have them adopt um, the product for their clients because it's it's a win-win. And I, I we've seen so much growth. We've seen so much adoption. That is absolutely fantastic. What do you do for fun when you're not working so much? Uh, photographs. So I drive very, very far. Uh, last weekend, I was in the Eastern Sierras, which is about uh, five hours north of LA where I live. And I took a bunch of photos and I came home. I'm, I'm one of those guys who will just do the day trip to get away. Awesome. What are you, what advice would you give business owners who maybe still haven't pivoted or they haven't figured out what to do? What, um, what business and emotional advice would you give based on what you went through? I think emotionally, try not to identify too much with your work. Try to have identity outside of work. If you create an identity that's all work, 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 when times are bad, you're going to be miserable and you won't have anything to hold on to. So um, I lost my identity a bit. I stopped taking photos. I stopped being the best me. And I think that that's, that's been a pervasive thing for a lot of people. Like everybody kind of is confused about who they are and where they stand right now because there's so much uncertainty and there's no end to the uncertainty. So we can't really forecast what we're going to do after or when this pandemic, you know, ends anytime soon. Right. Um, just, just stay positive. You surround yourself with people. You know, if you're an extrovert, stay, stay, stay connected to people. Don't be alone. Try not to be alone too much because that could drive you nuts. If you're an introvert, you're probably thriving, but also think about like what you're going to do next. Think about, how you're going to approach life when the pandemic is over because you're going to need to interact with people. It's not going to be just uh, work from home. It's, there's going to be, um, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. Um, emotionally also, you know, just exercise, run, stay active. Yeah. Great advice. Fascinating story. Congratulations on starting. Congratulations on the pivot. Congratulations on all your success for our folks who want to learn more about what you're doing and how they can work with you when you have the bandwidth. Where is the I best the place? I, okay. I bit my tongue there. Yeah. <laughs> I, all right. So where is the best place for them to learn more about you? Uh, do Good Digital. So uh, D-O-G-O-O-D-I-G-I-T-A-L. Awesome. Well, this has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Davil Patel from dogooddigital.com. Davil, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.